Hey, it's Melaine Lee, and you found your way to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. This podcast is no ordinary podcast. It is for women looking to thrive, not just survive. It's for women looking to learn how to really unlock and unleash that divine light within so that they can rock their inner goddess on a daily basis. The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. Okay, so I do love everyone. I do love some people a little bit more sometimes, but Angelisa is like my ride or die homegirl. We've been friends for, it feels like forever, but likely realistically, probably about the past four or five years. We first met when we were doing some transformational work at a company together. We ended up working there together for some time until we both left and started our own businesses. Now she's this amazing transformational love coach for so many women. She really has transformed so many love lives, including my own. And so I'm so, so, so excited to share her with you today. You better listen to the end because every moment with Angelisa is seriously a moment of gold. Enjoy. Hey guys, it's Melanie Lee. And I'm so excited about this episode because I have one of like my besties that when I started this podcast, I was like, okay, I'm having her, I'm having her, I'm having her, I'm definitely having her. And Angelisa <laughs> was like top of my list. And if you don't know her, I'm so excited that you'll get to meet her today through our conversation and this episode. And if you do know her, then you'll just probably fall in love with her even more. So, <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the episode, Angie. Hello, darling. Hello, darling. <laughs> I'm excited to be on with you, darling. Oh my God, I'm so excited to have you here. And I think that like this podcast is all about like the divine goddess, divine goddess revolution is the name essentially. But I'm excited to talk to you today because I know that something that you do. So for those of you that don't know Angelisa, she's really masterful at supporting women in finding love. But in that process, she helps them find themselves step into their goddess, step into their feminine essence and their energy, which she supported me doing. So that's why I really wanted to have you on because I think that you own it in a way that I've never experienced. And then you share it with women. And if it wasn't for you, I mean, I probably wouldn't be with Ryan currently. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's so great because I always love when I hear someone kind of say back to me what I do because to me, it, it like part of my work, it just feels so natural that it's almost hard for me to like identify exactly what it is I do, right? So it's like most most of us solopreneurs struggle with that, but it's like that's totally it. That's totally it. It's like I'm really seeking, I guess at some point I realize that full authenticity and full emotional authenticity, especially really like elevated my ability to manifest and create, especially around relationships. And love, and now it almost just feels like that's exactly what I'm doing with my clients and um, and with the women I support, which is really like transmuting that courage, which is what I really think is what we need to step into. What does being a goddess really mean, and what does that mean for each of us? 
personally. So it's, I love the way that you, that you phrase that. And I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. Hmm. I'm excited to, to talk to you about what it means to be a goddess. Yeah, what it so means I'm, to me to be a goddess. Yeah, totally. Just like fire away. Like, and you can just jump into it. Cause I really, and you're welcome. I mean, it really is what you do and that's, you know, what I experience you as. So I'm happy that it kind of lands and resonates for you because it really is how I've experienced <laughs> you. And I, I should preface this by saying that I'll never forget the day that you kind of told me what a goddess was and how I had to own myself in a new way. But I'd like mm-hmm. to hear what you say first before I taint it with like my story. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, it, listen, I talk so damn much, y'all, that I don't, like, I wish I remembered what I said because I'm, sure, I'm excited to hear what you remember. But to me, and you know, it's, it's kind of funny and it's cool because when I do these interviews, you know, and when I speak about this, I'm always speaking kind of from the present, which is a little different, right? A lot of people kind of have like their spiel and, the way that they like have set up their, you know, the way they describe the things. But for me, this is such a, a changing and an ever growing process, right? And, and as we evolve and we change, it's like my definition of a goddess evolves with me, right? And it just continues to change and grow. And from really like where I'm standing now and as it's evolved and the more I understand myself and understand my clients and the women I'm helping in relationships in general, I feel like really being a goddess to me is really owning your ability to create exactly the love you want and the energy you want at any given moment. And part of that is being in total acceptance of like what is. So I'm like on this whole new million. I don't know. We haven't talked in a little bit, but like I'm on this total acceptance kick lately. <laughs> like and like and I'm really understanding, you know, and it's it really has evolved, but it's like this piece about really accepting who we are as women and like stepping into the responsibility of what that means for ourselves. So it's like, you know, so many of my clients when I meet them are in the space of, of being stuck, right? They're either stuck, whether it's in love, whether it's with men, whether it's with their partners, sometimes in their careers or in a lot of areas. There's like a stuckness, there's a feeling of stagnation, there's this feeling of resistance. And it's almost this feeling of like, why is everyone else figuring it out and I cannot get myself together, right? And so much of the work that I end up doing um, and that I've done with myself is really being in the space of accepting that like I'm fully capable and responsible for what I'm creating, for what I'm creating and that I actually have the power to have it be different. So for me, being a goddess is really about like not being scared by how for flipping, I'm going to try and, and watch my, my F-bombs. I don't know if you're allowed cursing on here, Malia. No, <laughs> so I watch the F-bombs. <laughs> yeah, but it's like really, it's it's really about accepting and, and understanding that like whatever the fuck I want, I really get to have. And it's like so interesting because so when we're in kind of a victim mode or kind of like a, you know, a depression or or heartbreak, which is like, you know, a lot of the women I deal with are either in heartbreak or in desperation. There's this, this kind of, uh, this feeling of just being out of control, right? Like, it's like, you can't get it right. You can't figure it out. And with it goes all of our power. With it goes all of our ability to create anything. It just, it, it, it goes away. We have nothing. And when I'm talking to women and really getting in touch with like, well, what do you really desire? And what do you really want? And accepting that, like, you actually have the power to make that shit happen, it starts changing 
everything. And it's, you know, obviously there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into that and figuring out what the blocks are to that. But really being a goddess to me is being a hundred percent in like alignment and an understanding of why you actually are the full creator of what you want and the full creator of, of the love you want. And like, that's kind of the first layer. And then the second layer is responsibility of why that even fucking matters. And guess what, ladies, it starts with us, but it's not about us. Like for me, being a goddess is understanding that like when I feel amazing, when I'm creating the life I want for myself, I really get to shine that shit on everyone. Like I'm better for my fiance. I'm better for my friends. I'm better for my clients. I'm better for my family. And it's like sometimes pulling myself up and like figuring my shit out, doing it for me, sometimes it doesn't feel authentic, right? I'm like, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I don't give a shit. But you know what? When I start thinking, there's people waiting on me. There's knowledge I have. There's wisdom I have. There's healing that I'm able to facilitate. There's love that I'm able to give. That shit will get me out of bed in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, that'll get me moving. That'll get me creating and generating. So it's like finding that passion, finding that fire, and then owning that shit, like, with all of my heart. So that was a, the long answer. <laughs> that was the long answer. But that was a long answer, but it was so good. And like, it's so wild. I mean, Angelisa and I have been friends for quite some time now, a few years. And it's like, without fail, every time we have conversations, we're both always on the same page. Even if like, we haven't talked in like months, And then we call each other up and we're both going through the same kind of like spiritual growth or experience around. Totally. Every time. Every time. And I legit was just having this conversation with a client today around acceptance. And I was like, acceptance is the answer and accepting of what is in order to get to the next step of what you desire. You have to be in acceptance of what is and who you are. And so the fact that you were in that conversation, I was like, of course. And I love that you talked about, I mean, so much of what we, what you said was amazing, but I love that you talked about that anything is possible. And it's really about the goddess goes after what she desires without rules or regulations, but she also takes full responsibility knowing that whatever it is that like she is responsible for creating it. And also that it's not just about creating it for her, but creating it for the greater good. Like it's not just about the selfish reason. There's more to it. And when you don't make it about the selfish reason, then it just comes easier too. Oh, so it's like, it's so incredible because it's, because my work is really about love, which at the end of the day, it's like romantic love and love with, you know, with your partner or, you know, with, if you're single, whether you're married. I really support people in this, you know, in that particular sense. So with that kind of focus, but truly it, it, it expands out. And the reason it's able to do that is because our lives are created by our relationships, our entire lives, you know? So it's like to pretend that we are an island, to pretend that what I do only affects me is absolutely crazy. It's <laughs> like... To pretend like if I'm fucking miserable every day, it's not affecting everyone around me, it's actually ridiculous. And what happens sometimes is that when we get into that space where we feel powerless or we feel like we're being victimized or we feel like we just have nowhere to go and, you know, or we're sacrificing ourselves, which is such a, I mean, so many women I speak to and I, you know, and women in my life and and me at, at many points in my life 
we sacrifice ourselves and we become martyrs rather than become total victims to our circumstances. And it's like, we're taking, you know, we're taking these beatings every day, like emotionally shutting ourselves down, not speaking, not sharing what we think, not saying how we feel, you know, well, I'll just placate him or I just won't say anything at work just because I don't want to rock the boat, you know, or I don't want to make waves anywhere. And every day we shrink and we shrink and we shrink and we like convince ourselves that we're doing it for everyone else. Right. Like, we, oh, you know, I just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable or I don't want to step on my husband's toes or whatever it may be. And it's like totally bonkers. We have like completely as you know, and I'm always in the conversation of like, is it nature or is it nurture? Have we been taught to be this way or, or were we born this way? Right. But it's like, I believe it's totally totally nurture we're like taught to be this way we're taught to believe that's the best way to be that if you love someone you just shrink yourself and let them shine right and it's complete bullshit I'm like here to just blow the lid off that shit because I know and if you speak to my fiance he will tell you that when I am taking care of myself that when I am putting myself first when I'm really like checking in and being honest and open I'm so much better for everyone else. I have so much more love to give, so much more energy. So it's like insane to think that our putting our desires on the back burner is like a selfless thing to do. That's like, it's, it's, it doesn't at this point, it just doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. Like my brain can't even <laughs> wrap itself around it anymore. You know, damn the circumstances, damn the responsibilities. There's always a way. If you have a desire, there's always a way. I just, that's become my paradigm, my context. If you want it, there's always a way. And I know I love your message, Malene, because I know that that's so something that you are teaching and that you are, are really guiding people through that. It's like the desire is there, then it's just about figuring out and being tenacious enough to go after it. You know, that's, that's totally where I'm, I'm at right now, especially in my work um, and with my, and with my women, with my clients where it's like, we're not an island. And it's actually extremely giving and extremely uh, loving for us to put ourselves and our needs at the forefront, at the very forefront. Yes, because we get to go and we get to to be uh, elevated and feel fulfilled, but also because like the world needs you to be on fire. The world doesn't need more women who are like exhausted and like totally uh, burnt out and shut down like that's not what the world needs right now they need us on fire like rested right like (laughs) rested and relaxed and expressed and totally expressed and passionate so that's the mission right now that's the mission that makes me move because it's not about me you know if it was about Melania if it was up to me I'd be in a mountain somewhere reading books all day by It's true. true. I mean, I love all of this because I think that it kind of sums up in a nutshell, like how to just show up in any aspect of life, whether it's personal or business as that powerful goddess. And I'll reflect back the experience that I had with you a few years ago when you were kind of when I was just kind of journeying on tapping into my own goddess and tapping into more of the feminine energy because I tend to lean more towards masculine and which is great because it totally fucking serves me. I'm not knocking the masculine energy. I'm just saying that I needed to learn how to embrace the other side. And something Uh that you said to me was like the goddess, the feminine, 
she has a steel rod down the middle of her that like is like soul to the earth, runs to the core of earth. And then on the outside, mm-hmm. she's soft and loving and vulnerable and sexy and open and emotional. And that kind of like always stuck with me because that means that like I put myself first. That means that I take care of myself. That means that I step up and I say, hey, listen, buddy, if this doesn't happen, I don't want to be in this relationship, you know, or uh-huh. if, these, if these needs aren't met, not a problemo, but I'm not hanging out with you anymore. Whether you're a friend, whether you're a partner, whether you're a relative, whatever it is. And Angelisa knows me very well. So she's like knows the ins and outs of my intimacy with my partner. And like Ryan and I have had some of the hardest fucking conversations, but it was me standing in my goddess and saying like, no. Like, this is what I desire. This is what I need. You can rise with me or not with me. Either way, I'm okay because I had to put my needs first. Now, Ryan always chooses to rise up. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Kudos kudos to Ryan. Ryan. Never ceases to amaze me because he does. He might say no in the beginning and then he comes around and he rises up and it's like amazing. And I, and I got to say, like, just recently he says to me, fuck, Melaine, like, if it wasn't for you, I don't know if I would stand and be the man that I am. Like, I, I don't know if I would, like, run, like, if I would do it. Like, I don't know if I'd have the strength to just do it. And that's why me being a goddess, and like you said, Angie, isn't about me, isn't about Angelisa. It's about everyone because me standing in my power motivated and inspired Ryan to fucking grab and stand in his power fully. Which definitely, you know, like it changes not my life, but his and everyone that we touch. Oh, I love that you shared that. No, absolutely. It's it's so consistent. So, you know, just for the listeners who haven't seen my work um, or spoken to me before. So, you know, what Millie touched on, that's the core of my work. The core of my work is really supporting women in really embracing identifying, which is really the key. Once you can make the distinction with something it becomes ingrained in us, right? So um, identifying and stepping into embracing and expressing our feminine energy and what that gets to look like individually, right? So what does that mean practically? So the difference between the feminine and the masculine energy is vast and complex, but at the same time, really simple. Your masculine energy, I like to say, is the one that lives in your in your mind. It's why Melanie says she has a lot of it. So she's strategic and she can look at something and, and think about the future and how, how you want to carry it out. What's going to happen next? What are the next steps? Very analytical and very go, go, go. It has kind of that, that control aspect of it. It's the driving force. I call it the doing energy. While the feminine energy is actually the part of you that lives in your heart. It's super present. It's all about how you feel. It uses your emotions as the compass. And it's really seeking for the next best feeling. It's really seeking uh, that desire. It's seeking, well, what do I want to experience right now? And it's very in the moment. It's flirtatious. It's sensual. By sensual, I mean your senses. So it's it's really tapped into what do I see, what do I smell, what delights me about what's around me. Your feminine is really, really, really rooted in your power to feel, in your power to perceive. It's the part of you that has a intuition. So when you say, you know, you feel something in your gut or you make a choice just from like a a spiritual knowing as opposed to a, you know, a logical conclusion, that's your feminine being activated. So I really teach women how to 
expand and grow in that space. Now, a lot of women like like Malene and I, um, especially when you're like a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, or even if you're just a go-getter in your career, a go-getter in your uh, education, a lot of us run predominantly <laughs> in our masculine. We're out here. We're like making things happen. We have these big visions and we want to go, 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 go. And with that often, our feminine really takes a back seat. And her feelings aren't often acknowledged. So this is a lot of the work I do. And what's incredible that so many women don't realize is that when it comes to connecting with men specifically, and when it comes to how do I inspire my man? How do I inspire my partner? How do I create a successful dating life that just has men step into a a relationship with me, whether it's dating, you know, or a monogamous committed relationship, how do I have men uh, approach me in a way that really honors me, right? So most of us have it totally wrong. Like, we're taught by these movies that are terrible, these rom-coms. I love myself a terrible rom-com. They're, like, my favorite. But they're almost, they're almost my favorite because I'm like, this is horrible. Like, this is horrible stuff. We're taught to kind of, like, play these games and not really say how we feel and try to make life really easy for them, right? And it's like, oh, yeah, men just want, like, an woman who's just gonna you know be there and be nice and look pretty and it's like that's so not it so like that soul-defying relationship for that soulmate who's really for you that was really designed for you to reach your next level to really push yourself to your next level of honesty and authenticity and expression when you're ready for that relationship like those are the women I'm working with right who are looking for that that partnership, who are looking for that teammate, that person who you were both designed for one another to nurture each other's like spirits and growing. I call it a divine partnership. So that's really what we're working on when I'm working with my ladies and you and Ryan are a total divine partnership. And I'm so clear about that because when you challenge him, he rises. And by him being himself and being your strong masculine, you're able to so naturally step into the powerhouse you are like I've seen your transformation just by his love being present in your life and it's like and that's what I love but women you know so much of my message and the work that I'm doing is really showing us that we do not need to silence ourselves or settle to have a great man in our life not only are they not scared of us not only are they not intimidated quote-unquote by us so many strong women out here we've been fed this bull crap that men are intimidated by us and you know if you make too much money and if you make this you know if you're too powerful if you're whatever like you need to be meek or you need to be shy or that's why men aren't dating you like it's complete if you're too beautiful that's like another one right it's yeah. complete and utter Bullshit. So you have women out here contorting themselves, contorting themselves, totally like passing off on their accomplishments, not sharing their greatness or holding back in all the things they want to create in their life. It's never too late. Right. Let's say you've been like a teacher for 20, 30 years amazing profession but what if in your heart you wanted to be an author right what if in your heart you wanted to do something completely out of the box and it's something you've desired for so long but you're scared right you're scared to rock the boat you're scared that your husband is going to be turned off that you want to go do something so outrageous or you're scared of hurting his ego all this like bull crap that we're fed it's like I'm here to tell you it's complete and utter crap. It's complete <laughs> and utter crap. Your, your divine partner, right? Like your divine yeah. partner was completely designed to support you in reaching your dreams. Does this mean that he won't be challenged by them? Absolutely not. 
does this mean that, you know, it may not be uncomfortable or awkward or might, or might need some really intense conversations? Absolutely not. But what I mean is at the end of the day, when you are so clear on who you are and why you're here, your divine partner, like Malene said, that Ryan is doing, and I knew he would because I was on Team Ryan from day one. <laughs> I just knew he had that case, heart. Ryan listens to this. <laughs> yes, it's like Team Ryan day one because I just I, I felt it intuitively. I knew his heart. It's that he's going to rise with you, ladies. The same way that you're inspired by them, they are inspired by you. And guess what? The man who isn't isn't the man for you. It's just that simple. The man who isn't isn't the man for you. He's not on your level. And for that reason, he's not your divine partner. And it's like, it's just, it's so incredible, Malene. And women are really, um, I feel like we're really as a whole kind of, you know, it's, I feel the energy of the planet is just rising. Women are stepping into these positions of power. We're making more money. We are asserting ourselves in the marketplace. We are creating niches and, 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 and creating like things in the market that have never been created before and succeeding. And guess what? I'm here to tell you, you also get to have love. So it doesn't have to be one or the other. You don't have to take over the world and do it by yourself. You actually get to create a space for someone to come and love you and support you and hold you up the same way you're going to do for him. And it's, I'm seeing it repeatedly over and over and over again. I've created it with myself. I helped Malay create it. I mean, and I'm helping women create it all over the planet, which is like, what's so fucking exciting. Right? It's like I so, know. It's like so, it's so great. It's so great. And it's so awesome to see you standing in your power and your goddess and sharing these teachings of really being in your divine goddess, but because you're in your divine goddess, you're then able to be on these divine partnerships, whether it's, you know, a man or a woman that you're with, whatever, however you're holds. But I love that you talked about, you know, it really means that you get to play it and describe the, the game however you want. And, and I think that that was something that, I really learned and cherished from our work together was that you were constantly like, no, you get to define it. You get to create it. You get to like whatever you want it to be. And then if it's the guy for you, he's going to step into that painting, that vision with you. And he's going to want to, you know, like I think about Ryan so often, obviously, because he's like doing it. But like in the beginning, there were some things that I was like, no, that's not going to work. And he was like, you know, well, tough, like, this is who I am. And now he's like, it's so wild, because now he thinks that like, these are his ideas that he's come up with. <laughs> Classic. And Classic. Like, oh, I decided that I had this idea. And I'm like, dude, I told you seven months ago, like, what are you talking about? So it's, <laughs> I, but you know what, like, as the woman, again, like you said before, we get that it's not about us. So if it were no. about me, I would be like, but that was my idea. I said that it's me. I should get credit. But instead, because I'm solid in who I am, I don't need that approval or that acknowledgement. And I can say, oh, my God. Awesome, babe. Great idea. I <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a total, a total feminine, feminine strategic move. I love, yeah, absolutely. Whatever's going to make him feel inspired to continue on the path, of course. <laughs> yes. Great honey, idea. I'm so proud of you. 
and Melanie is like so ladies are so you know the <laughs> ladies so you know what Melanie's talking about we really talk about um in a lot of my work I, I really share how to inspire the masculine so how does the masculine move what is it seeking right so at the core of a masculine person so like Melanie said not just specifically men but even women at the core of masculine people and people who lean in the masculine energy, what they're looking for really is acknowledgement. What they're looking for is respect. And what they're looking for is to feel looked up to. So, you know, if you think about yourself in your career and education, that's really what your motivation is. So when you're trying to be with or date or marry a masculine man, you want to know that at the core, that's what they're seeking. So acknowledgement is a big piece of that. Really uh, acknowledging who they are, acknowledging their efforts, really, really, really important. So if you're, if you're listening right now and you know, you're in a relationship and it's not necessarily always too great or you're feeling tired or burnt out or, or <laughs> like, I totally like brain farted there, but it's like, if you're completely feeling kind of burnt out or like things have kind of, uh, died down and they're feeling a little lackluster. Think about the last time that you complimented your man. Think about the last time you acknowledged him for something. Maybe there's something he does every day that you don't even notice anymore and try today to acknowledge him for it. Say thank you. Say, wow, I'm so grateful for how you do that daily. And it really is a big help to me. It doesn't even matter if it's small, like taking out the trash or whatever it may be. You're going to see that his masculine energy is going to perk up really like real quick. So as long as, as if it's an authentic emotion you're sharing, if it's an authentic gratitude you're sharing, that alone will start creating some new energy and it'll start inspiring and exciting him. So that's just like a little tip for you to try. So that's what Melina is speaking to because she knows at this point what actually moves the masculine. And it's not necessarily competition. You know, he's not really looking to compete with his feminine partner. He's really looking to feel like he's capable. He's looking to feel like he's admired. So by you doing that, Melina, it's like perfect feminine, <laughs> divine feminine energy 101. <laughs> way to go, totally. babe. Great idea. <laughs> I've come a long way, baby. And like, let, I mean, at, like I'm sitting over here nodding my head as you're saying, I'm like, yes, yes. I'm like, and I do that. And I do. And I'm just thinking of all the moments that I do do these things, but these are things that I didn't know. So for those of you that don't know Angelisa, like you need to go and I'll give you info on where you can find her because you really should. She's got, and she can talk about a couple of things she's got coming up too. And she has some self-study courses as well that you can like do at home and all that. And which is really fabulous because this, while whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, these are like really core lessons that you need to learn as a woman it'll enhance your business. It'll enhance your love life. It'll just enhance your confidence level. And I'm nodding over here and going, yes, I know what she's talking about, but like rewind like two, three years ago, I had no clue. And I was like sabotaging and like emasculating men right and left. And then wondering why I was chronically single, you know? So it's really powerful work. Um, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Now you, you are a prime student you were so open so excited what i love about Malene is you know and i'm sure you guys have noticed that she's a she's a results master she's looking for results so because of that not only is she an amazing coach but she's also an amazing student and she absorbs whatever shared with her and she'll put it into action to get her own results so you know and now you have and you have the results now i love boo the way that i knew the way that i knew for sure that you would because you just you put in the work you put in the work, you release the tears, you release the the, the armor, <laughs> and now you have, you know, this big, open, beautiful heart that's being held by a man who just, like, worships you. So, 
you know, I, I could not be more excited to have been a part of your journey, especially to love. So, you know, I'm just, I'm so grateful and I'm, I'm grateful to have been able to share this info with you today. Me too. It's like, I, I say 30 minutes. I do this for 30 minutes because I want to really give some juicy, impactful conversation and information to support women but also because we're all kind of abundantly full, like squeezing in a couple hours to listen to a conversation might be unrealistic. So note, side note, I'm going to have Angie back because I just love her. So So you'll have to listen in again. But Angelisa, where can they find you? What do you have going on right now that they need to be a part of or where should they connect with you? So my website is www.allheartcoach.com. So all my info is there. You're able to reach me there. Um, The info for my year-round program, it is a a six-part online coaching program. It's called the Enlightened Feminine Academy. And I call that my, like, my brain dump program because it's literally all the knowledge I have to take you from being totally clueless and creating healthy, beautiful, expansive love, and really putting it in action in your life. So all the info for that program is there. You'll have the page there, and you can find it at All Heart Coach. I have some challenges coming up this year. So if you find my Facebook group, it's completely free, open to everyone. It's called Free Your Feminine. In there, you'll be able to join any of my free challenges that I do throughout the year and look at some of the work I have. But yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Angelisa Almanzar, you can follow me or, um, or All Heart Coach. And all, you know, I'm all over the interwebs, Malay. <laughs> She's all over the web. So, Make sure you find her. Yeah. All of the info that she just shared with us, all the links, all that jazz, just go back to the show notes. So no worries, like don't stress it that you're not writing this down as fast as she said it. Like it's all in the show notes. Just go there. And then Angie, real quick before you go, two things. One, what is your favorite woo-woo spiritual item or whatever in your life? My favorite spiritual woo-woo. When I am feeling my most woo, I go directly to Abraham Hicks recordings on YouTube. <laughs> Hello. And you know, but later will tell you guys that we used to work together back in the in the day. Fortnights ago, um, <laughs> that was it. Always, always seems to ground me when I'm feeling my most woo. So you know, it speaks directly to my heart, directly to my truth. That you know, and I'm kind of like a hodgepodge over here, but also the Bible and Jesus, who is like totally my homeboy. So prayer, prayer, and Abraham Hicks really does it for me, babe. And when it comes to books, most impactful book that you've ever read that the women have to read, which one would it be? Most impact. That's such a good question. Oh my gosh. I wasn't ready. (laughs) Most impactful book. You know what? I would say the one that always, always comes to me is Paolo Coelho's The Alchemist. The Alchemist always, always, always. It's kind of, it's so funny you're saying that just today. I was like, I I gave my copy, my last copy away and I was just going to order a new one because it's, it's about time for me to reread it. Every time I read it, I find something different. Every time I read it, it reconnects me to the journey, like to like the journey to really find your heart's desire, which is really what that book is about. And like allowing yourself to go through that journey and savoring 
every single part of it, like trusting that you're going to end up exactly where you want to go. So it's a book that fills me with hope. It makes me cry. It makes me smile. It makes me laugh. But Paulo Coelho's The Alchemist, for sure. I love it. I love you. And oh my God, thank you so much. I love you. This was so much fun. I can't wait to do it again. Thank you, Angie. And ladies for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have an amazing day. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today and fell in love with Angelisa as much as I adore her. If you're looking to increase the love in your life, or maybe you're single and you want to just find some love, or maybe you're in a relationship and you want to enhance the love life, Angie is your girl. Reach out to her, seriously. Allheartcoach.com. And hey guys, share this episode with people because I'm sure it can impact more than just you. All right, caring is sharing. Have an amazing rest of your day. Bye for now.